Prof, and I am here with Excel Lunch, and we found out that we live in the same state. And Excel Lunch took the time to visit me today. He had to drive a few hours away, and uh, we had an excellent lunch together. Ironically, Absolutely. at a place that he chose. So we're going to record a podcast, the two of us. So um, let me just start out by introducing Excel Lunch, and I'll let him just talk a little bit about what he's been up to and just anything he wants to share with us before we dive into some questions. Yo, what up? This is Excellent. I made it to the podcast. It's a treat to be here with Consprof. It's a treat to be here in person and flesh. You know, I don't think the, the Kyle and Adam predicted that the Babylon Bee ever would have made it to these independent collections together around. That's just so, it's just so good, you guys. And here I am with number one man, Consprof. The Babylon Bee is constantly a treat. The forum is amazing. Everyone is so positive and welcoming and hilarious. And that's what I love. We've had a great time together. We've been together for a couple hours already here as we were recording this. And I asked the community, um, what are some questions that you would like me to ask as we record something? Besides, of course, the famous five questions. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, Garden Tiger asked the question, is he single? <laughs> Mr. Lunch, I'll let you take it away from there. It's me, Mr. Lunch. Uh, there's a lot of the uh, rookie wife and rookie this and rookie kid <laughs> headlines on there, and I've joined in it as well, and maybe it's given the impression that I'm a dad also, but the truth is it's just me and my cat right now. <laughs> so if you're in the same state of redacted, uh, come find me and ask me that question again. Yeah, you have to take him and ask him somewhere in the forum. <laughs> And see if he'll divulge the state that he lives in. I'll, you have, never to, know. I'll have to log on to see him. Yeah, there you so. go. He does work a lot. So anyway, so Garden Tiger also asks another question. Mm -hmm. What's the backstory behind the fantastical scenario on his profile picture? <laughs> um, our friend has asked me that same question. And maybe whatever your imagination comes up with is better than that real story. Mm -hmm. The real answer to my profile picture is two words. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> That was the question, right? With, yeah, that's yeah. the question, yeah. Uh, I thought it would be funny to have a photo of vacuuming a roof, and that's actually all there is. <laughs> I will tell that. you that a clean roof is a happy roof. Um, that's my view. So I have no problem with this whatsoever. Um, I think it's a good idea. In fact, I would encourage all the bees here listening to this to go off and vacuum their roofs. Shop vac with the really length extension mm -hmm. cord uh, probably would do the trick, I would imagine. Absolutely. I don't see the downside here. I see no downside whatsoever. To this that is a doctor, folks. This is a professor exactly. at university. Right. I don't have a bachelor. I don't even have a bachelor's degree. So, <laughs> yes, I'm an expert on everything now. So listen to me, please. A shout out to either it was either anything else or a second gen pappy. Saw so in response, or maybe it was Vasquez. In response to my profile photo, it was like, "Oh man, asked my wife to vacuum the house. Seen vacuuming the roof. Vacuuming the roof is vacuuming the house. That's a good. That's a good dad joke." Uh, all the guys listening, if you want a good dad joke, if your wife says, go vacuum the house, get, that get a ladder, climb to the roof and start vacuuming. That's an awesome dad joke right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
maybe vacuuming the roof is the third joke we've been looking for all this time. Maybe. I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. Um, we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> all right. So another user asked a good question, and I'm not sure if I'm going to say this name out loud correctly, but it's Bidetti, B-D-E-T-T-E. And Bidetti asks, was his lunch any good? Absolutely. Not only because I spent it with such a good friend, you guys. But uh, I think it's made spoil some other questions down there. Uh, I come from the big city. I'm no longer in the big city of Redacted. All the international foods out there, the Ethiopian food and the Thai food and pho, not pho. Yeah, Ethiopian food. You use your hands to eat. You got this big bread that is gluten-free, confirmed. Confirmed. I would say that it was an excellent lunch. It was really good. And Ethiopian would lend itself to a food fight really well if you wanted one. Because you have to use your hands. hands. Exactly. So if anybody wants to go to a restaurant where a food fight would be easily done, I would highly recommend Ethiopian. Absolutely. A lot of the food is kind of mushy and wet, so it can (laughs) maximize your mess. Absolutely. It would be a mess. So food fights, think of the scene from Animal House. Think of elementary school. You all had uh, food fights as a kid. Yeah. I remember in middle school, it was the latest I remember having a food fight. But by middle school, I was, I was a potato flu, and I just exited the room. Oh, there you go. Once a potato fly, run. Because if that potato's named Brian Stelter, you're really a lot of hurt. That's a big dude to be thrown at you. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Ministry of Truth has a question. Which lunch has most excelled in your opinion? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Which lunch has most excelled? Do I give a joke answer? Do I give a real answer? Uh, the walnut, honey cashew shrimp. No. Huh. And where was this at? This is at a restaurant in Seattle. Nice. If you still have an appetite once you're finished stepping over the heroin needles and the excrement from someone who probably had the honey walnut shrimp already, and there it is. <laughs> I really want that now. Yeah. yeah. If this works up your appetite enough and you safely make it past the uh, writing zones, I mean the, uh, the peaceful protest fire, and you can make it into the restaurant, it's a funny walnut shrimp. Those big cities, they have good food. Yeah. A lot else going on there, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good one. Okay, so Stanky Stankowitz. Stank. Stank. Love you, Stank. Absolutely. A lot of love in the room for Stank, always. If I remember correctly, he used to live in either Seattle or Portland. Mm-hmm. If that's correct, is there anything he misses about it? And has he been able to convince anyone else to leave the cesspool based on his increased happiness after the move? <laughs> Good question, Stan. My life now is incomparable with my life in the big city of West Coast. Uh, I've lived in both Seattle and Portland. I'm from Portland, Oregon. I ain't one of those valor thieves. Oh, I live in Beaverton, uh, but I'm from Portland. No, I, I go into Seattle every other weekend, and I'm, but actually I'm from Spokane. I lived in the big cities. I took public transit. I went to Portland Public Schools, so if you're looking to Hack my account. Uh, there's you can look up just some answers. Just to look up right there. Questions. Right. I've spent about a year walking the street and narrow now. Babylon B was kind of the catalyst. Mm, that's great. That. That's great. And I was challenged. I'm a mail carrier, so I work uh, constantly in the in my city of Redacted that I am working in. Um, <laughs> and I was challenged by a resident because do, do I tell people in the Midwest that I'm from? Uh, the, from Saddam and Gomorrah. Do I tell him that? Do I tell him I was vegan for a long time? Do I tell him I like tofu? <laughs> he's told me he's been vegan, uh, was vegan 25 times in two hours, by the way. 
So it's I'm contractually it's like obligated. You, you eat meat now. You don't have to tell me you were vegan anymore. So. <laughs> Um, about dismissing like the entire state there's and someone else in my mail right is from Minnesota but now he, he hates Minnesota but it's like well if, if you have your bubble of your friends and your family like the Babylon if you work at the Babylon Bee mm-hmm. I'd say that's a fantastic bubble John MacArthur is somewhere around Los Angeles mm-hmm. is it a cesspool going on there yeah do I am I trying to train myself to think of it not as a cesspool yes also so there's a real answer and a little bit of humorous answer in there but is it a cesspool? The Portland Dagger weapon is gone. Insidiously destroyed one of my coworkers. So why are y'all electing the people you elect? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We feel like we're, it feels like you're doing the right thing to go green and support each other. And racism, racism is, is bad, but it doesn't really work out that way. And Portland and Seattle and these cities are an example of what happens. Okay. So a question from Skull Crazes. What are the best tricks to suppress the sudden urge to dance? Uh, you can go to the Isle of Eternal Tickling. Shout out Veggie Tales. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next. Next. Apparently, he doesn't know the answer to that school of crazes. We're have to oh, yeah. my profile. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force always ends with dancing is forbidden. Is that right? Yeah. If y'all, if other people out there have also spent time outside the straight and narrow path watching shows like Aquatine Hunger Force, uh, dancing is forbidden. You can hear, if you've heard it, you can hear Master Shake's audio in your clip, audio clip in your head. I forgot I even had that. But yeah, that in my profile, uh, Master Shake, Meatwad is dancing to his stereo in his room, and Master Shake destroys okay. it, and he says, Dancing is forbidden! Gotcha. I know none of these references, so... Okay. <laughs> and that was Murph... Which makes it funnier for me. There you go. And, and so Murph Murr. asked the question, why is dance forbidden? I think... And I answered it with answered that. incomprehensible <laughs> nonsense. And Murph, you and I are probably just going to have to go, okay, because we don't understand any of these references. I'm assuming that Murph, you probably don't either, so... <laughs> Maybe I'm speaking for you out of turn, Murph, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll just gonna, I'm going to go with that. Hey, Truddle has a question. How many cats have you had? Aww. You've posted more than one headline that really gets Aww. how cats are. Truddle, you have a, forget the name of the website, but I read some of your stuff. Workspace or something Truddle has out there. Hmm. And you read, you made a post about the value of kitty cats. Or at least that's what my memory tells. I could be wrong. Yeah. Consprof can maybe confirm or deny. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I love dogs, but cats are just so special. Dogs, the way that I mean, we're sitting here in yeah. this room together, yeah. Consprof. Would you mind if I just like start like jumping on your lap and licking your face? And I would mind actually. That would be a little weird. Yeah. 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 That's kind of how I feel about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> there are great dogs, but sometimes I just don't want an animal looking like. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. I have, I have a tortoiseshell cat, and she's my she's my little angel. She's my fat little gal. And this yeah, yeah. Uh, the cat man out shout out the cat man. Just the value of kitty cats. This, this special little thing that uh, purring maybe does it for me, or one thing that does it for me for cats over dogs. But answer the question, Truddle. Just my one kitty cat. Um, another question from the librarian. Shout out the librarian. Absolutely. All star. And we were librarian. I just want to make a note. Um, while we actually had our lunch a little bit ago, mm-hmm. our, we, ex- our excellent lunch, by the way, Mr. Lunch himself brought up how impressed he has been by your headlines. Yeah. So that 
organically came up in our conversation mm-hmm. about users that we both kind of have felt a connection to um, over the years of mm-hmm. being uh, members of the forum. So good job, librarian. Mm-hmm. So librarian's question in, involves a book, hard to believe. I just, I'm stunned by that, but there it is. He said Velsbato gave him a book once. What book? Well, he didn't give it to me in person or anything, but um, I'd have to look at my bookshelf at home to okay. find it. Oh, but no it, was, it was deeply theological analysis of Christianity and life in the world. And I don't remember what it no, was okay. So what we'll do, here's what we'll do, librarian, is if Mr. Lunch figures this out, mm-hmm. um, we can update you. And whenever we post this episode, um, we can have maybe a comment yeah. in that episode about what that book is. What I can us. answer is Velsbato was so well, I mean, everyone has been so welcoming on the forum, but when I joined in whatever, June 2022, something like that, Velsbato was, he'd react and comment to all my stuff back when I had content and things to post. And he had, po- he had posted a headline about, uh, Frank Sinatra, I did it my way, theme song in hell, or, or something <laughs> something like that. And I had posted, oh, I found myself Googling, uh, was Frank Sinatra saved? Was Frank Sinatra a Christian? Mm-hmm. And he followed up. He said, what would you find out? And this personable man, and we were talking about, like, well, what are you doing on this website next launch? Are you even Christian? Yeah, you know, here's where I'm at right now, and here's what I understand. And he had recommended me this book, and then maybe I'll reply to the comment when I'm home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Moment of silence for Veldsbato. Missed, never forgotten. We love you, Velds, just in case you're listening. Yep. Shout out Donnie El Quattro uh, wearing his badge. There you go. Exactly right. Stop. Who would cross the people bridge? Must answer nigh these questions five. And into the golden bathtub he dives. So what we're going to do next is our famous five questions. Mm-hmm. And again, someday we'll have a sponsor and we can afford the sixth question, but we have not gotten that point yet. So we're still stuck on the five questions, but eventually someday our goal is to get that sixth question developed. Uh, So question number one, uh, when did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart? Basically your your bee origin story. I was still living in Portland. I I knew I wasn't gonna live in Portland anymore. And so I'm actively searching for where am I gonna go live instead? Hey, I watch YouTube. Surprise, everyone watches YouTube. YouTube had suggested to me a video called uh, Motorcyclist Who Identifies as Bicyclist or something like that. And living in Portland, Oregon, this is holy ground that you can't say these things. So, of course, I clicked on it. And it was so, (laughs) and that was my introduction to the Babylon Bee. Yeah, that's a great video. Agreed. Uh, Shout out, Brandon. Great work on all the videos. Absolutely. Um, And that was my first impression of the Babylon Bee. They had that YouTube channel. I didn't know about the website at all, and I, I dived straight in. I made my account shortly after. I was listening to their podcasts. So I would say June 2022-ish, summer of 2022. Current year is 2023. Sometimes I forget. Well, well it's <laughs> the month of May, so we're only about a year away from your one year anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Your anniversary. My, my anniversary. Um, so before I ask you your next question, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Give us okay. the source of your username. Where'd that come from? Yeah. When I was younger, I played a lot of something called video games. Video games? Maybe, maybe your children. Video games? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say it with the same inflection again. Video games? <laughs> I'm having a good time. Oh, good. 
And one of the video games I played was Team Fortress 2 on Steam on the personal computer Ooh. or PC. And on, you can change your name in Steam. And so I, I, had a, I thought it was hoot and holler to make my name be different every time. $2 Slices, I think, is another good username. Real smooth moves. Remember that from Homestar? Remember Homestar Runner, you guys? Remember Homestar Runner? I got nothing. Oh, man. I got nothing. See, our, our age difference <laughs> is catching up to us here. A lot of us, we don't yeah. have the same references. That's okay. We're still brothers in Christ. No we have the what. same faith. That's as long as we're, we'll, right. we'll get into that. That's yeah, question, there you go. I think. Yes, we um, And I just thought, what if you had a lunch that was excellent? It would be an excellent lunch. And so <laughs> perhaps this is another imagine the uh, fiction better than reality scenario, just like my, my roof picture answer is. It's yeah, funny. It's funny, right? My, my excellent answer was, what if you had an excellent lunch? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I, you know what, though? It's a name that is catchy and you remember it, mm-hmm. right? So it's a great name. Yeah. I, I've had the delight and honor of being a random feature on the primary podcast. Yeah. I have a, a Dr. Consprof conspiracy corner theory. Oh, really? Right. Uh, Let's hear it. Conspiracy theory with conservative prof. The truth is out there. I think they pretend they don't know anything about the forum. I think it's, I think oh, it's feigned ignorance. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, it was hilarious to see the Adam Yenser too cool to log into the forum even once. It was great, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah. They get computers. They get the internet. I think when they talk about the forum, they're pretending that they know less than they do. Shots why. fired by excellence. <laughs> I'm believing this conspiracy theory. I do have my tinfoil hat sitting right by me, though, too. So I'm going to put that on. What does make me laugh, though, sometimes is when you watch the podcast. And I mostly watch it because I have a job where I can be in an office and easily watch it. Yeah. Um, is when Kyle starts to read the headlines. He's got the the doe eyes, like he's trying to figure out the meaning of the headline mm-hmm. as he reads it. And I just I think that's kind of funny, Kyle. So just FYI. <laughs> That's a good conspiracy theory. I like yeah. this conspiracy theory. I, I am, you know, that left Twix versus right Twix thing. I, I'm not convinced of the same yet. Um, someday, maybe I'll get there. But as of right now, that's still one I don't believe in. All right, let's go to question number two. A favorite headline that you have submitted. This yeah. is a drive-by headline I posted during work. Do hand buzzers really work? The answer may shock you. <laughs> I think that was, that was a good one. And... There was also one morning before I left for work. The forum has been around for a while, yes. and you can't post the same headline twice. Is that correct? Correct. correct. So the AOC is dumb. It's, it's taken. been taken. Although the creative uh, takes doing it again. Dumb is AOC. I mean, there you go, right? I mean, there's all kinds of ways to say that. And so I thought of this headline, and I thought, surely with the amount of headlines that have been posted, this is already done. But when I posted, it was just only one word. And I thought for sure this is already taken, but no one had just posted the word but before. <laughs> You've done that? Yeah. One T or two T's? Two T's. Nice. All right. And there was someone who dominated it for a mega dude, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah. And then compounded underneath that when Little Jedi politely declined. <laughs> politely declined. Yeah. I'm not going to do that one. Good call, Little Jedi. Good call. Right. <laughs> The Megadoo Master has that power yeah. to, to decide, yes. So if there's anybody out there wondering if 32-year-olds still laugh at the stupidest things, the answer is yes. So do 55-year-olds, it's okay. 
that's the whole point of the Babylon Bee gets to laugh mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. Okay. Good answer. Those are some of the best answers I've heard. So okay. those are good. Wow. Are good. Yeah, absolutely. And there's you we've had a lot of people on, so that's been good. So number three, what fast food menu item is the result of the fall? There you go. Don't eat fast food. Okay. Could you have fast food for an excellent lunch? Is that possible? I don't I would say no. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know. The, the California boys, so incredible. Bikini on top. Um, that's how the song goes, right? Is that another reference I'm making? I don't know that reference again. <laughs> again, I'm feeling I'm growing old by the moment here as you record. I didn't this. plan this, you guys, to <laughs> build this brick wall between. So I have rock. a son who's not that far different in age than Mr. Lunch here. So that just tells you the, the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, what fast food menu item do you detest? And it could just, it doesn't have to be a specific restaurant chain. It could just be any item that you wouldn't like. Okay, yep, go ahead. When I was in another capital of another state okay. over here, I connected with an owner of a Vietnamese restaurant who was saying, you know what? I would love to see every McDonald's replaced with the fudge. And I just thought, what a beautiful uh, uh, thought. If McDonald's was just gone and there was a different... <laughs> You could get a great bowl of pho or some Ethiopian food okay. or some honey walnut shrimp. <laughs> I can, can I can confirm, though, that when it comes to fast food, Ethiopian would be a poor choice because you eat it with your hands. Mm-hmm. And that would probably result in a couple of different car accidents if you're trying to eat that <laughs> while driving. So I can confirm this. I would be on the team of does one need to eat and drive at the same time? No, I'm, that's true. I would, I'm pro get out of the car. I had my first Chick-fil-A here in the Midwest. Yeah. And their drive through system is very impressive. But what I also did was I, I parked my vehicle and I used my legs to walk into the restaurant. Oh, there you go. Right. You know what? I have, this might be breaking news to the entire B forum here. I have, ding, 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 ding. I have never driven through a Chick-fil-A. Okay. I have only ever done exactly what Mr. Lunch has done, mm-hmm. parked in the parking lot and used these two things called legs yeah. to walk myself inside. Um, I've, I have done, I've gotten food to go that way. I've mm-hmm. also, of course, eaten there too. But we have one in the city that I'm in. So mm-hmm. because we have one and we're a city of over 200,000 people, you can imagine how busy that one is. And I've oh, discovered I that. that. And we in my city, the Midwest is a drive-through culture. So mm-hmm. if you want to get your order faster, you park and you go in. I've discovered that right away. So well, when you go into the Chick-fil-A, there's a couple sitting at the table and they have the hand and the, the forefront mm-hmm. of the picture to like show off the wedding ring. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah. It's yeah. so good to see the yeah. values for marriage Absolutely. plugged yeah. into the front. Absolutely. No, Chick-fil-A, if you want to come decorate my home, I live at... <laughs> I live at Redacted Address. Redacted Road. Look for the really clean roof. That's what. Well, <laughs> good point. I mean, you should be able to get a drone, fly over the city, and go. That cleanest roof right there has <laughs> got to be a Mister Lunch with. Absolutely, yeah. Um, question number four. These have been great so far. What is your favorite denomination, and why is it Baptist? This is the one I was trying not to think of these questions beforehand, but this is the one that I found. So again. Babylon B, kind of the catalyst. Uh, the end of... I will answer the question. Please yes. help me if yep. I get lost. Okay, I'll try to get you back At there. At the end of every podcast, I would play him when I home as I'm researching these different places. I want. To, I don't want to live in Portland, so where am I going to live instead? All, all these different places around. 
And the Andy's podcast with their ten questions, they must have yeah, they have sponsored. I'm not gonna buy gold, Kyle. I'm not gonna buy gold. <laughs> and they're they're always asking, Why well, would you receive Jesus in your heart? And I heard this question over and over and it has me who is Jesus? Cold case Christian from even a secular viewpoint, Jesus did exist. Cold case Christianity is kind of one another book to check out. It's kind of a book that Cold Case Christianity. Cold Case Christianity is from a detective, an atheist, a secular detective who used his his detective, like, to prove something, witnesses, you need to, oh yeah, they need this amount of witnesses, they need this amount of evidence, Mm -hmm. they took that and they applied it to the life of Jesus, and now he believes in the scripture. And that was something that helped me. Mm -hmm. In addition to the Babylon Bee. And so, I thought, okay, I'm a Christian now, now what? And then, Mm -hmm. I, I found it, I got it, oh, there's 10,000 different denominations. Like it, yeah. Why is that? Yeah. And so even within the city I live in, I've been going to a Lutheran church a lot, sure. learning more about denominations. And I find the worship services at this liturgy strong church to really, I strongly synergize with. That's I great. really like, I like yeah. singing the hymns. I like the organs. Mm-hmm. I like, we stand up and we say the creeds together. We stand up and sit yeah. down and, there is an SOP, a standard operating procedure. And yes, absolutely. They're really strong on Lent and Easter. This is the most important. Like, oh, Christianity's fake. I don't know. What year is it? Is it something significant that might have happened 2,000 years ago? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's not how I would try to convince. You right, know, right. Be loving. Um, and so I've been really involved with a Lutheran church and Lutheran community, and they practice infant baptism yes. at this church. And I've... I'm living in this new place, so well, let me try it. Let me taste test some different churches out there. Let me go here. Let me go there. Some anti-liturgy people out there. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. And I've heard the Lutheran Church provide a, a strong argument for infant baptism. And there's another church that I really like. I wanted to go to the membership classes, but I just missed it. It was funny. I walked in. Hey, is there a membership class in room 201? Sure. The head pastor says, he just missed it, brother. <laughs> He's always calling people brother. He's a yeah. treat. And he's provided a strong answer, not in favor of child baptism. And so, oh, this is why there's so many different is it blood, is it the, is it the little blood of Christ? Do we do communion at all? Can he, do you baptize at all? What does this yeah. mean? And so, but I'm sober. Baptists are sober, so that's why I'm Baptist. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so we, we went all the way around to Lutheran to get to back to Baptist. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Okay. Is that your final answer? Just want to double check. I would, in, in actuality, I would say that I'm... I don't have a dog in the race. I don't need to convince anyone. Yeah. I, the core of it, really short answer. Yeah. We are sinners. The wages of sin is, is dead. Yeah. Christ paid that fine for us. Absolutely. If we repent and trust in him and we receive the Holy Spirit, transform our lives. If it's a, a cracker or grape juice, I would say these things are secondary to the core and most importance. And so I think I'm landing on a non-denominational, yeah. which is funny because somewhere in my haze of memories and Babylon B comments, I once read that Oh yeah, my kid. We were driving. We went past a non-denominational church. My kid called it a nothing church. A nothing church. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, so, but funny. if I, the final answer, I would say where I am right now, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm a non-denominational. Yeah, that's great. No, there's, um, I think there's so many denominations for a specific reason. There's lots of, lots of personalities and belief yeah. systems, and but you said it to the core. Uh, you've you've answered the question very well. Yeah, Thanks. Absolutely. No, that's great. Final question, question five. Okay, you better not ask me another question ever in my life. I okay, I won't. Okay, because I did say final question, so I'm not allowed to ask the sixth question. That is true. <laughs> Love you, Gonsfroff. Yeah. Love you, Mr. Lund. <laughs> if the FBI raided your house, 
how many my pillows would they find? My brand loyalty is to purple. Ah, interesting. The yeah. purple mattress, like I do. Yeah. They a long time ago they did the egg drop with the, the Goldilocks. I remember that. I uh-huh. think I've seen that ad. Yeah. Effective shout out effective marketing, oh, right? I remember yeah. it. Yeah. I don't want to remember commercials. I said a second ago to Kyle, who's definitely listening to this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna buy gold, but I remember yeah. these purple ads and I tried out the purple mattress and I've had purple mattresses and purple pillows and purple sheets and purple this and Cons Prof didn't mention so, but I have a purple logo on my forehead. I, it's just part of the deal. Yeah, he drove uh, a purple uh, car here too. It was <laughs> I didn't say anything. You know, single guy driving a purple car. I was you know. It's probably why. I understand. Yeah, there you go. I understand why now. So okay. we've been looking for a sponsor for a long time, so mm-hmm. we can afford that sixth question. I wonder if Purple Mattress could be our next actual official sponsor and sponsor this question number six. And we, we could, what we could tell them is we could change the question mm-hmm. and take out the word my pillow and just add the word purple. This to that. is a million dollar idea. I think we out. got something here. Mm-hmm. I think we're onto something. If they had Tim and Eric do some commercials for them, another thing that I may I imagine. Yeah, Tim and Eric are just two here. dudes, I guess. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting older by the moment. As I we spent a lot of time off the straight and narrow doing, doing, engaging with all sorts of stuff. Someone in the Living Waters podcast, they drew the, the following imagery that when you're young, your mind is like an empty warehouse. And as you spend your time in your life, you're filling up your shelves with different yeah. boxes of stuff. And I've spent a lot of time, three decades of some cosmetic familiarity with Christianity when I was young. Yeah. But come from complete family failure. Mm-hmm. What family is supposed to mean? I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you do when you're a kid in a in the militantly blue city? You mm-hmm. do the things that they do. And so, I yeah. filled my my warehouse with all sorts of yeah. offensive, blasphemous, all these things. And I don't remember why I started talking. <laughs> no, well, let me ask you a question. As a follow up, we kind of talked about this a little bit while we were at lunch, and not mm-hmm. recording while we were at lunch, of course. Yeah. How large of a role did the Babylon Bee have in you arriving as a Christian here today and, t- and speaking with me? I would say it's the catalyst. Okay. I had no plans. Is that the right word? Or no intention? Or I'm a Portland guy in a Portland city. And being from there, I was a massage therapist in March 2020. I was no longer a massage therapist right, right. and then I got a different job. And then, well, if I don't get an experimental vaccine, then I'm not going to have that job either. I never got any sort of benefits from the state that I'm from. And so that was kind of the last straw. Well, I'm dead for other reasons as well, but I can go live somewhere else. And just in, as I, Hey, Morgantown, West Virginia is a place. Well, here's some other places and out in the world. I would look, play these podcasts from the Babylon Bee after seeing this YouTube video. Yeah, so that YouTube so video is of, really what got you into the Bee. Yeah. The Living Waters crew, fundamental, Babylon Bee, catalyst, and God's plan. It's difficult to, for me anyway to attribute, was this God's plan? Or to me to attribute things to God? It's hard to understand like, that sometimes. Did I, so. did I miss yeah. the car accident because I stood in my living room wondering did I leave something there? And yeah. that's, that's why I missed it. I don't, I don't know. That's well, probably different for everybody. Um, for me, it's just this, this feeling that I have, like mm-hmm. when I knew something was meant to be in the, in the Lord had some part of orchestrating that, like 
I don't know how to describe that feeling, but I have that feeling, right? That this happened because of that was the Lord's will in my life, that that connection was made. And I don't know how to describe that. And it might be different for different people, but um, I, I definitely felt that way at times. Absolutely. How do you feel about the following? When a stranger, so they're not vetted or anything, oh, God told me to do this. Uh, you know, I'm going to just generally follow along with that and agree okay. with that. Um, I'm not going to have a deep yeah. theological conversation <laughs> with them, right? but I would generally go, okay, I'm not, who am I to say to challenge? that's not true, but I'm yeah. not going to challenge that to somebody. Okay. Unless I knew them enough, um, yeah. and that'd be a different story. But if it's just somebody that I just met, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't and think this, many people would. Yeah. But yeah. Well, this is perhaps, you know, you understand life through your own experiences. But, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, exasperated, that's kind of the right word. Through my past experiences of living in Portland and the, yeah. the insane person on the streets is saying that they're Jesus. I, well, I think okay. They, I think if, if somebody <laughs> came up to me in Portland, Oregon, downtown, and said, I'm Jesus, I would question that, yes. I, and he said, God told me to mug you. I would question that one, too, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah right. I would, I would be like, no. Because we were talking earlier about um, his experiences living in Portland, and you wouldn't feel safe walking down the street by yourself yeah, because it would be some drugged out, zombied out guy who would come at you and you know, demand money from you or whatever. So. When I was learning to drive at age 22, I'm from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, the lesson that stuck with me was to just be as predictable as possible. Mm-hmm. Inversely, transporting yourself around Portland is being within completely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't live there anymore. Yeah. And I have no point of reference. So I've been out there, but it's been mm-hmm. a really long time. Like um, at least 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least 10 minutes ago. Because we've been together for a couple hours. I haven't been there for at least a couple hours. So, yeah. This is a treat. Yeah. Anything else you want to share, Mr. Lynch, as long as we're talking here? Anything you want to share with the, the community? Thank you to everyone who posts and has ever spoken, not only with me, but with each other. It's such a beautiful experience, the Babylon Bee. I didn't make it to be live. Uh, it's hard to take time off when you're a mail carrier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, if you, now that I've said all these poor things about carrying mail, I didn't go to college. How was I going to pay for college? I went to massage trade school eventually. I worked yeah. in commercial fishing. That's oh, why I nice. paid for massage school. Hmm. But how am I going to pay 60000 bucks for Dr. Consprof to teach me how to be a Dr. Consprof of my own? I will tell you what. When I can put that into my, yeah. my thrift savings plan Absolutely. and my federal <laughs> job that oh, we need yeah. people so bad. I'm the first one to say, and people might be surprised to hear me say this, but college is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It, it's Maybe it's at some point in your life um, you'll catch that bug and maybe change careers and, and go to school for something, maybe. But you've got a great job. You work a lot of hours. I think you enjoy it. I think I Absolutely. feel like you do. So you're in a federal job with great benefits. I'm a fed. Yeah, he's a he's a fed. Oh, no, he's a fed. I just realized <laughs> I'm talking to a fed. I didn't realize this. My Uh-oh. plan finally came to fruition. Uh, I am uh, busted. He caught me. I'm so sorry. I can hear the footsteps yeah. down the hallway. <laughs> oh, he got me. He disguised himself um, as a regular guy. And you know, the Ray-Ban sunglasses, you think would have been a giveaway. <laughs> you think when I met him and he's wearing those, I would have figured out he was a fed. So this is a, this is a lesson for everybody out there. You too could get busted by a fed just like me. Um, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. The biggest trouble, I don't see any of my pillows in this office. <laughs>
There are zero pillows at all in my office, but maybe so I should get have one. To plant something. <laughs> what? I just <laughs> plant some evidence. Hey, thank you so much for yeah, spending welcome. this time with me and yeah. talking with me. And I, I came here with the intention of meeting you and having that be a treat. Now we're yeah. recording this, and then. Yeah beautiful time yeah hope you enjoyed our conversation um and thank you everybody for the, the questions that you posted for us that made it thank you uh, really really fun those those are great questions in a short amount of time so thank you so much you will